Now this episode is sponsored by Wax and Relax. www.waxandrelax.co.uk guys. Say goddamn. You said all right, all right, all right. I said let's do a podcast. Let's sit down. Let's get a coffee. Let's just talk about one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how we enter. So, this one has been a long time coming. Um, if, if a lot of you don't watch, haven't watched back my old podcast, then it's this man's fault to why I ended up going away from from cheerleading so if you if you're like a a current or you've watched it from the beginning the coffee with sam podcast it started cheerleading based and then me and you were talking weren't we you gave me a call one day and was like dude i'm thinking of doing something different with my life yeah could you give me a chat and i was like yeah sam i sit and we had about hour and a half two hours on the phone didn't we and after that josh was explaining to me i'd never really so josh is a mate from school um we're never really close mates, were we? Just the same circle of people. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, mate. Yeah. Um, so never were, like best of mates, but just always, same. Always in the bottom class with each other. <laughs> <laughs> bottom down, to middle. Down there causing trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know Josh from school. Called me, asked for some help. I gave him some help. Um, he's gone on to flourish in what he asked about. But it was more the interest I took on your job, which I'd never even... I knew what you were doing which is a great thing with Instagram and Facebook. I knew exactly yeah. what you've been doing, where you've been going, what you've been doing, but never like, Josh, your job's pretty cool. And then I was like, you know what? I want to talk to him about this. It's lockdown. Do you fancy jumping on a Zoom with me? And you were like, yeah, right. What are you going to ask me? And I was like, well, I'll just, I'll just ask as many questions as I can. And if you can't talk about it, then don't talk about it. Um, so what Josh is armed forces. Is it military armed forces? Is that, yeah, armed I don't force, say the wrong yeah, words. Army. I know you all yeah, hate yeah, each other. Like, no, army, yeah, yeah. I know army. you all like... It's yeah. all like one up in it, like the yeah. Air Force, hate the Army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a mate now that's just going for the Navy, so he hates all those. completely separate, <laughs> yeah. Talk about it. Um, so I got really interested, and then it's your fault, because then people watched it, and people listened to it, and it got the most downloads. And I've got a cheerleading, I thought I had a cheerleading following, and clearly I didn't. So I was like, I really enjoyed that conversation, talking about not cheerleading, yeah. and then... There you go, ice cream truck. Everyone yeah. everyone else loved that conversation. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go cheerleading based anymore. So it's your fault that I ended up a bit like Joe Rogan. Mixing it up. And just talked to everyone. Um, and since then, I've had, um, I don't know if you watched one with the other military guy who was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, I call it bum finding, but. So, oh, you did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, pretty much is. Because yeah, like, yeah. like, I, I, I keep saying bomb disposal. And he's like, oh, no, I didn't do that. I'm like, what did you do then? I'm like, well, it's bomb finding then. Yeah. But that doesn't sound very good. Like, No, it's kind of, yeah, it's a little bit. <laughs> Miss terminology. Yeah, there. it just sounds really like <laughs> bum finding. Um, so, explain your job then, Josh. What you did do. Uh, so my current role is I'm in the first time Grenadier Guards. I have been for nearly eleven years. Um, and for those that don't know, they're the Queen's Guards. They stand outside Buckingham Palace in the the red tunics. Um, and then the other side to it is infantry. So it's sort of war base fighting. Um, sort of uh, my role at the minute is i'm a section commander so i'd lead like a 12 10 to 12 man section i'll have a section two ic and then also a role within that i'm a physical training instructor um within the military and i'm in charge of getting my company which is 100 men strong 
um, getting their physical ability up to the required standard for the, the field army. So that's what you've gone into now. So from what you were doing, you've worked your way up to yeah, what, sergeant or what is it? How's it working? Uh, land sergeant, yeah. So I'm section commander, which is kind of like a full corporal in um, the other sort of military terminal uh, terminology. Where are you based now? So we are in older shop. So oh. I've just finished two years up in Catrick, where you was last week, which I'm, and I missed you. <laughs> Uh, so I finished two years up there instructing recruits in basic training, um, and then that's that's finished up there now. So I've gone back down to my regiment in. Guys, in so if shop. you're if you don't know the UK or geography, Catterick is like two and a half hours, three hours away from the yeah, Midlands yeah. in the arse end of nowhere. It's just literally Yorkshire. People say military town. It literally is a military base with some shops and houses around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept going. I went up there once, didn't I? And that's that was about a month before we had the conversation. You were like, dude, yeah. this is where I'm based. So then we're going to get on to why Josh called me the other week. But Josh called me and was like, I'm doing this pretty cool thing. Now, this episode is sponsored by Wax and Relax. www.waxandrelaxxx.co.uk, guys. Uh, they make homemade wax melts and they, they go in your house, probably in your garden when we've got something you could put them outside. They melt. I don't know if you've seen them. You put a flame underneath them. You melt, and they they come out with the flavors, whatever they've infused the wax with. Now they are handmade, guys. Now in this time, we need to support local businesses, small, but not even local, small businesses. They're from Bournemouth. They feel the waves. They feel the sea. They feel the sand from Bournemouth. They know what a good smell smells like. So get at them. Do it up. Wax and relax. Doublex.co.uk for all your good smelling wax mounts do you want to come and be part of it and i was like dude you never guess what i'm actually in catterick <laughs> that weekend and he was like yeah yeah I'm, I'm based at home now so it's not with there so then josh was back down here doing what he wanted to do and i wanted to help him but couldn't so i had to and i was the other end where he always been i was just like that's that's my life like i'm just like for god's sake i, I was fine like i'm gonna get to see josh i'll get to spend some time with him yeah. no because he's like 10 minutes away from my actual house where i live now not two and a half hours so I don't want to touch too much on your job because if you want to know more about his job, go back and watch the other podcast. It's pretty sick. You find out about him guarding the queen and all that stuff. Yeah, I used it as a bit of a thumbnail, the the the, the queen's bodyguard, but people loved it, mate. That's what they call you now. If I yeah. ever mention it, they go, well, what, the queen's bodyguard? And I'm like, yeah, he was. And he's my mate. He's one of my boys. Yeah, um, I want to get onto this stupid thing that you've just that you have just done um <laughs> you're wearing a t-shirt so let's explain what so i thought yeah i thought I'd, I'd get this out it's it's been washed since uh, and i thought i'd chuck it on it'd be quite, quite Wait, if you'd come with this. without without it being washed i'd have been like yeah i'm um, involved yeah yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Involved. so um yeah so i had an idea probably about six months ago um i spoke to it to a couple of guys at work i spoke to jammy t about it as well and a lot of people it was just oh yeah cool yeah nice one and they just you know didn't think you'd ever do it um and then probably around about three months ago i decided to just make a go giving um, a go for me page on just giving and that way then it's set i've got no backing out of it i've tagged anthony nolan in it um and then they contacted me and asked if they could run a story on it, which was great. Oh, that's wicked. So I was even and even deeper then, so there was sort of no turning <laughs> no turning around. Um, and what it was, for those that don't know, I ran three miles every hour on the hour for 24 hours, um, which when you say it like that, doesn't seem that bad, not at least to me anyway. Um, and then probably after a couple of weeks, I thought I'll get the calculator out, I'll put it in and see how many miles it is in total. Um, and it's 72 miles, uh, which is just 6.6 miles shy of three marathons. Um, so then it was a little bit more daunting. In 24 hours? In, in 24 hours, yeah. 
Um, Jeez. But I'm, I'm, I run quite regularly anyway, so I'm quite conditioned towards it. Um, but the one thing I thought would be a lot easier is if I maintained, say, eight and a half to nine minute miles, I'd then come in around the 28 minute mark, 26 minute mark, I'd have 35 minutes to recover. And when you think that, you think, oh, it's easy. You've got loads of time to recover. Get some food, stretch, little nap. Um, but it became quite apparent that that weren't going to be the case. Even 10-minute miles come to the 45, 46 minute, uh, 46 mile point, I was struggling to maintain the 10-minute mile point. So I was getting in. Sometimes I'd have five minutes rest, and then I'd be going straight out again on the hour. Um, but... If it weren't for the help of some of my friends that came and helped me, especially throughout the dark hours and the support of my dad and that, it, so your dad was on a bike with him. He was riding, following me around on a bike. Yeah, um, you should have people uh, walking with me. It was yeah, it's brilliant. Did you keep your your Instagram stories? Yes, I've got them all. Yeah, I've yeah, saved, I've, I've nice saved all the Instagram yeah, stories. Um, they're all on the um, you know on the highlights bit on yeah. the page. So I've got all them on there. Um, there's a couple of other videos that haven't been like published on and some mad photos, but. Um, but yeah. That, so what's what is the before I've got so many questions. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is the Anthony No Anthony Anthony, Anthony Nolan, Nolan bit of a mouthful. Charity, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Anthony Nolan Charity. It's been around for a while now, um, and they don't get any funding from other organisations. It's all sort of like um, donations. People doing go. Um, I keep saying go fund me pages. Just giving pages. Um, so they're relying heavily on that. And what it is, it's don't people that have the wrong company. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> So just giving. <laughs> just um, giving, guys. Just, just giving. Just giving.co.uk. Not like GoFundMe. Um, GoFundMe. What is GoFundMe? It's the same thing. Same thing, yeah. A lot of um, people just use it like, I'm poor. Can you help me out, though? That's it. I said it on for the World Cup, yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> on the Just Giving page. So uh, Anthony Nolan, they're, um, they help people with blood cancer and um, they have blood disorders. So you register to become a donor and you register if you're a match. You'll donate your... Um, stem cells or like bone marrow or whatever it is that the the person that's struggling needs to then rid their body of whatever it is they've got the blood disorder the blood cancer and then your new cells will then come in and then hopefully um, give them a full recovery oh nice I've never it's, it's bad probably bad, not bad of me to say but I've never a lot of people haven't until, which you, is, until you kept yeah, putting yeah, it yeah. I was like okay yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. heard of it and that's the main thing Just I just kept putting it out there putting it out there so yeah. did they give you a lot of um do you reckon you've got some money from their story they did on you? or um, I'm not particularly sure. It's difficult to see because some people like to do it anonymous. Um, there's a lot of people, which I'm really, really pleased about, a lot of people on there that I have no idea who they are um, that have been that kind to take the time out, go on there um, and, and put money into it without knowing me. They just know the cause. And the main thing I wanted to take away from it is the reason I was doing it was to get people to donate, but not for what I was doing. That was just to get people's attention to the actual charity. So people that were donating weren't donating for me doing that. They were just I wanted them to donate for the actual cause, which is why I also wanted people to go on, um, take time to look at their website, and then potentially become a donor themselves. Oh, okay, was the main sort of thing. Get them to become a donor and as many people to donate as possible. Where's that website? Who can? How can they find that? So you can go on my page, or you just go on Google, type in Anthony Nolan um, Donor, go on the website, and it's pretty much on the first page. You'll click Apply Now or Apply to Become a Donor. Click on it, and it's one of them 60-second forms you fill out. They'll send you a, a pack in the post, and it'll be a swab. You'll just swab the inside of your mouth, put it in the pack, send it off, and that's, that's you done. Painless. Nice. So go, guys. Go do that. Yeah, go do it, yeah. Um, and it's what happened? 
So once that happens, then you're just on the list, right? And then if yeah. if you become a match, they give you a little call yeah, and say, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's can, you, can you help out? Yeah, that's it. But it costs them £40. That's another reason why funding is so important to them. It costs £40 each pack that you send out to somebody. So the point from you applying to them sending the pack and then you becoming a donor, it costs all in all £40. Um, so that £2,180 that's raised... I mean, I won't do the maths now because I'm not very good at it, but you divide that by 40 uh, and you see how many people it's helped. Do you know what I mean already? Yeah, well, I love it. I love it. And I'm close to my heart, friend who had cancer um, and then Alex, my partner every day, she's a cancer, cancer nurse. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Monday to Friday. Definitely, And yeah. the stories, I have to tell her sometimes when she comes home, I was like, I don't want to be the devil, but can you just be quiet? It's a I lot. I don't want to know because yeah. it brings me down. Yeah, of course. And yeah. I'm like, I let her talk for a bit and then I'm just like, but... It is alarming how much is out there yeah, yeah, and yeah. how young it Espec- is yeah, in yeah. young people. And you're like, you're lucky. I'm lucky I made it to 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one good side of it. Like I get that blessing every day. Like, yeah. Um, but it's, it's an amazing thing that you've done or doing and probably you're going to continue to do, I think. Yeah, in my eyes. You're probably going to continue to do it. <laughs> so let's get to the challenge itself. It was some Ross Edgley shit, man. <laughs> like, like you said... Three marathons in 24 hours. Now, I want to talk about what's it feel like on that first, all the hype. You're about to go. You've been building up to it. People might be there. People might not be there. Was there anyone there when you first set off? Yeah, so um, I don't know if you remember. Remember Mr. Barber from school, Paddy Barber? Yeah, yeah. So he, he's my cousin. So he popped up. So he was asking weeks before. He's like, oh, is there anything, you got away with is there anything I can do? <laughs> <laughs> he's asking, is there anything I can do? And I was like, you know what, Paddy? I was like, you come on, that'd be class. And he... Uh, the cake, you see the picture of the cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's what he baked. Oh, he baked okay, that cake. Nice. Um, so he was there to see me off. Um, Esme and Hudson, my two um, two kids were there. Laura was there, but everyone else was at work. It was a Friday. so um, But it was nice having them there to see me off. And then Paddy stayed there for about three hours. So whenever I come back in, he was there just chatting absolute rubbish. And what's that, what's that feel like? Like to you, this is a massive thing. Then there's three or four people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you find that? You know, these people that talk every day about motivation. I yeah. can't get motivated to go to the gym or I can't get motivated to get a new job or I can't get motivated to, to look after my family properly. Yeah. How do you get motivated? You're coming out, you set HQ up in your garage, right? So you're yeah, at your house. You're not there, even yeah. at your military base. You're not got yeah. all your boys cheering you on, yeah, yeah. like testosterone filled. Let's go. There's your wife, kids, missus, sorry, kids, married? You're not married, are you? you no, know? we're no. engaged, yeah. Engaged kids that are there anyway, and they say you're wicked anyway. Yeah, so yeah, then yeah, that's yeah. normal. One dude turns up, that's pretty cool, but he's your cousin. And then you, maybe people are coming throughout the day. Yeah, they come throughout How the day, How do yeah. you build that? I'm about to run for 24 hours, but no one really cares. <laughs> no, you're right. You, you know what? I mean, I don't think I, I don't really give myself much time to think about it because 15 minutes before... I was in Aldi with Esme running around, <laughs> pushing around in a trolley, getting last minute supplies. Harry Bo. So yeah, well, yeah, some tank plastics. Um so I didn't really have time to sit and when I do stuff like this, I don't like to you know people like to have a quiet time and sit around and do nothing, build yeah. up to it. I think that's probably the worst thing you can do because you just you're thinking then too much. Whereas like I said, fifteen minutes before I was running around doing the the little trolley dash around Aldi with the little one, not knowing if I'll get back in time and thinking I'm going to have to park the car up and just run from there, do three miles and come back, park up. <laughs> as long as you get the three miles in. Mate, no, that, that on its own, we haven't even got deep into like sleep deprivation and, and fatigue and that yet. That there, 
if you're a parent, get your ass to the gym. Yeah, yeah if yeah. some dude is thinking about, he's just about to do a 24-hour endurance challenge, and 15 minutes before he's thinking, shit, how am I going to complete this first three miles because everyone's waiting for me to go live on Instagram or whatever and my little kid yeah. won't stop running. I'm already doing a mile <laughs> yeah. around Aldi. Yeah. If that's not an excuse to get your own ass off the sofa, and even worse, if you're not a parent and you can't get off the sofa and go and do anything, listen to what, keep playing back what he's just said. And if he can do it with a kid and he's just about to go into what he's about to go into and think, okay, I'm going to have to go around the car park first and then get home to do the next three miles. miles. Yeah. <laughs> To the missus, stay here. I'm just, I'm running home. You drive back. I'm running home. Yeah. Um, then that's an excuse. That, that's that's a, that's a motivation that you need right there. Cool, cool. So you've set off. You've set off. It's horrible to get into running anyway because when you you first twenty thirty minutes, your body's like settling in, just and, warming up. Yeah, and you're thinking, well, geez, I got I got a lot to go. What was the thinking behind? pacing yourself because like you said you want to do 10 minute but that's still quite fast yeah yeah so that's so in the first story i done when i got back um i set off and i was i've got it on my watch anyway so i can see the pacing i'm doing and i set off and it was for the first probably 300 meters i was sub seven minute and i was like yeah right and obviously it felt comfortable because i just started running um and i was like right yeah definitely need to slow this down a little bit it took it to like eight and a half minutes and after I'd done that, it, it felt quite comfortable, but it was just having that discipline to stay within those sort of pacings and not get carried away because I was fresh and trying to plan for the later stages uh, when I would be near walking um, inevitably um, towards the end. So that was the most difficult thing was keeping the pacing and, and the discipline at the beginning. Um, yeah. Do you find that having a military background, this made it, not that it was easy, but made it easier for you? I think so, yeah. Um, like Laura was saying, she was like, how are you, um, how's it not bothering you that you're about to go run for 24 hours and not sleep? I was like, if I'm honest, I've not really thought about it. It's just one of those things that it's just, I'm doing it and that's it. Um, are there, in the military, are there exercises a bit like that? Yeah, you'll do exercise. I mean, even in, in training, it's like a rite of passage. It's uh, like the defensive exercise. So it's where you have to dig like um, a 10-man fire trench, um, which is, say... So fifteen meter, ten say ten meters by about a meter wide, and it's as tall as the as deep as the tallest man's chest. Um, and depending on what ground you get, I mean that can take you from upwards of three to four days, and you don't get no sleep in, until it's dug. So quite an early like time in the army, you sort of get to deal with sleep deprivation. Um, it never gets any easier. You can't train your body to go without sleep. Yeah, yeah well, that's one of the um, most important. It's just one of those things. things yeah, it's just one of those things that you just sort of accept. And you know it's it's going to end. You know what I mean? It's not like you're never going to sleep again. Um, and when it's for a great cause, um, and you've got all the people sort of that have already sponsored, donated, um, you, you can't you can't really pull out really. Um, so yeah. What, what did your page get to? Because it was on like was it like six hundred when you started, which you were like okay, hundred pound over my target, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you ended up two grand over two grand. It's, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it obviously it's very. It's, it's pretty much ceased now but even yesterday there was a donation i'm going to close it um we're on thursday aren't we yeah so sunday i'm going to close it and then all proceeds then go to the anthony nolan charity um but yeah it's on 2180 pounds now i think That's which insane, isn't it? I, I initially had the target of 500 pounds i'd have been more that than mean, happy that just with. makes you want to do it again though doesn't it not right. not not quite yet but yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be more challenges i don't know what other challenges to do but there'll be, there'll be more throughout the years how fast have you recovered um i couldn't believe so when i'd first finished it i then um i stretched off tidied the garage um 
had some pizzas, drank some carb drinks, um, had a nice bath, and then about an hour later, I went, I think I got about four hours sleep, and then I woke up fairly fresh, a little bit groggy, um, pushed it out to the night time, went to bed, woke up, stretched off, and then, if I'm honest, I was, I was pretty much back, back good to go then. And then no ice baths, anything like that? No, no ice baths, no, just plenty of stretching, foam rolling. Um, I stole this back massager off, off my mum, which is I sort of lay it on the floor and use it as a foam roller and just lay on it with different parts of my legs on it, uh, which seemed to really help. Um, Does that jawing or after? Like jawing this was after, it, yeah, after. after, yeah, yeah. I mean, jawing, I weren't really doing much apart from stretching. I had like a strict regime when I got in. I had six minutes to eat, drink, go to the toilet um, and stretch. And then the other 20 minutes was just lying down. And then my alarm would go off at 58 minutes to the hour. My mate would drag me up, get my trainers on, and then would go straight <laughs> out the garage door. Um, just get going. I bet that's the yeah. hardest part, just get going. Um, I did see on one of your yeah. Instagram posts, you said that there were many times, even with the money and whatever you were doing, you were like... I'm done that. I ain't doing that. I was having, so it was probably, the hardest time about it was from midnight until around about 04.30, when it was completely pitch black. Um, and I was I was completely knackered. And I was having sort of like 15 minutes nap, which was like drifting in and out of consciousness. But in those 15 minutes, I was dreaming. So my, 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 my mind was like playing tricks on me by saying, right, when you wake up, you're going to tell Jimmy, my mate who was running with me, you're not doing it anymore. You're, you're this, you're that. You've, your body's breaking down on you, and you're just not doing it. And I'd wake up and I'd be like, "No, I have to tell Jimmy I'm not doing it." And I'm like, "Look, Jimmy," and he's like, "Mate, just don't, right? Just put your trainers on and get out the door." I was like, "Yeah, it's probably best, mate." That's the sleep deprivation. Right? Yeah. So my brain was sort of, it was, yeah, it was turning on me while I was asleep. And then when I woke up, I realised really it was asleep. Though you weren't really asleep. No, though, yeah, yeah, like... yeah, yeah. So it was. Uh, I was battling that as well, which was really, really difficult. Even though I knew I was at home, I had all my comforts. Um, I'd been there before. It still just sort of turns on you, no matter how strong your mind is. Um, but I think I said it before. If if Jimmy wasn't there, I'd like to think I wouldn't have quit, uh, and I don't think I would have. I just wouldn't have made the sort of times I'd have just been continuously walking instead of having rest. Um, but having someone there to do that. Um, whose experience was just brilliant. What was it like? Cause it started to rain, didn't it, as well? If I'm honest, I was really lucky with that. So the first one I set off at 10 o'clock, it absolutely pissed it down um, to the point where I come back in. I was completely soaked. I had to do like wet dry drills. So as soon as I got in the garage, took all my wet clothes off, put dry clothes back on, and then I had like 35 minutes to chill. And then I think at 12 o'clock again, same again. But apart from that, it was it was really, really dry. I was quite fortunate. Did you get sores? Yes. So, again, that's another thing I was running around Audi for. Um, so, my mate Jimmy, who, who coming out me out, he does quite a lot of ultra, run, uh, ultra runs. Yeah, so, yeah. he's quite used to it. And he was like, whatever you do, you need to get some Vaseline. So, that's what I was running around Asda for, getting some Tangfastics and some Vaseline. Uh, like a madman running around like the feminine aisles. Um, feminine aisles, trying to grab it. And luckily, I managed, uh, managed to get it. But... Um, so covered all the areas in that that needed it after about the first say 10 hours um but in terms of blisters i never got any blisters um you probably just got calloused feet though from being in the military right yeah but i, I normally do take get blisters, your shoes though. off and they're just white yeah thick, yeah 12 layers of skin i mean i look after boots. them quite well i mean i oh. filed them down earlier but 
<laughs> oh, they reckon these military are big, tough dudes. I just yeah. ran three marathons in 24 hours, yeah. but I like a good pedicure and a manicure. Good pedicure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, apart, I was really surprised I didn't get Is no blisters. Is that what's in our country? It is. got to look after yourself, haven't you? you got to look after yourself. got to have nice, nice nails inside nice those nails. boots. I mean, my nails don't really get much of it. They just get a clipping every now and then. That's about it. But my feet, <laughs> I definitely look after those. So no sores? Mm. Like, just hot spots, really. Um, it depends how much you want to talk about sores, if I'm honest. Go for it. Hey. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, can you swear on it? Can you say? Go for it. I've already say, swore four can times. Can you say words mate. like arsehole? Yeah, I've already swore I mean, four my times, arsehole, mate. I mean, arsehole was pretty sore, um, to be fair. You didn't have to go that deep. You could have just said, yeah. bum <laughs> <laughs> You didn't have to. I thought you were going to, like, say, it, it effing hurt, or, no, like, no, no, I've no, already no. swore. But yeah. Just, um, I'm not going to use bum hole. I'm going to ask if I can but, swear uh, that I'm going to say arsehole. <laughs> but what was what was really difficult from um, from like mile nine, I had like severe stomach cramps. Um, so every single time I was running around, I was literally bearing in mind it's broad daylight. I'm thinking, where can I, where am I going to have to go for a shit somewhere around here? And I can't because there's dog walks. Every, everybody's out. So I was battling that running around. And as soon as I'd get in, I'd go straight to the toilet, do my business sort myself out and then it's time to go straight again and I had that literally for well the other 60 miles pretty much yeah you said that you had after we'd spoke you said that it was your stomach that was causing the problems I think I had like a stomach because I'd done quite an intense PT session on um, on the Monday and when I finished that on the Monday um, it it sort of came on then where I had sort of stomach cramps and and uh, and terrible bowel movements. There we go, that's better. Um, and I thought Arsehole it had gone. sickness. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what I thought you were going like. You have a great word I thought you were going to go for it again. Like. Um, but I thought it was just one of those sort of things and it had gone. But as soon as I got into the run, it, it, it weren't. It was back again. I had like six Imodium, which was uh, reading the packet, the most you can have in a 24-hour period. Um, and I'd had them in like six, six hours. And that didn't do anything. I wonder um, if that was the nutrition you were having, because if you were going for like easy digestible foods, I was, yeah. And you're not, you don't normally. I know you stay away from. We cut. We spoke about you stay away from caffeine because well, you have caffeine, but you have that other stuff that stops you crashing. Yeah. You yeah. don't eat much sugar. You don't drink alcohol. So now you've just suddenly gone from all these very nutrient dense foods to tang fastics that are just going to go. I <laughs> didn't have those till later on though, oh, okay. so I was still quite fresh because it was at mile nine. Maybe you were nervous. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Laura said that. I was like, I don't think so. But it was strange that it was after, a, a, I don't know, it's weird how it came on after an intense PT session on the Monday. Well, um, I suppose you're still around a lot of people, and aren't you? And then, yeah, yeah. You could, you could get anything. You're around a lot of but, yeah, like, dudes, it was, aren't you? Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite strange, which made it, I mean, it, it, it was enjoyable, but it made it tested in, in other ways doing that. I could have done without it, if I'm honest, to the point where I'd, I'd nearly had to walk in, on, on some points. Um but I knew I had to get back home because otherwise I'd have been in the papers <laughs> <laughs> or getting charged a thousand pound for fouling in the streets. Yeah, he did. I didn't, <laughs> who did that? Was it Paula Radcliffe? She weed in the streets. She'd done it in a, in a public drain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to go, you got to go, man. I mean, there was nothing going to be stopping me. Oh, poor Josh um, doesn't finish his challenge, but gets arrested. Yeah, I'd have got charged. I'd have got fined. Yeah, it would have been a nightmare. But luckily, I, uh, so I did, held on. Did many, so what time did you start this? Was it 10 o'clock? So I started at ten o'clock. Yeah, yeah, ten o'clock on the um, on the Friday morning. So, did many people join you throughout the day? Yeah. So, um, obviously, that's what you'd call me for to see if I'd come yeah, along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, a lot of people that are at work. And I just faked that I was in garage. Yeah, I know. So I, know I was actually yeah. at home, my feet up with the beer. <laughs> yeah, knocking the uh, garage wall through. No, I won't even do that, mate. I was just like, I can't help you. I'm in garage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just get out of my three miles. Um, <laughs> man, I'd have come and done half the day with you. It'd have been nice, man. It would have been nice, but... I'd have bought cameras. Things, I'd have bought cameras. I'd have vlogged you. Yeah, I'd, yeah, have, yeah. I'd have gone all in. That's why I was more gutted. I'd have like, to do another one. That's why I was more gutted. I was like, oh, could have made a good story this could have done. Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of people, to be fair, when I, going back to when I said that uh, yeah, first come up with the sort of idea, I asked quite a few people. I was like, you fancy doing this with me? And that's probably why I got the sort of response I did with... Yes, I might, but uh, no, no, I think I'm busy that week. <laughs> yeah, six were just months like, in advance. Yeah, no, 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 definitely booked up. Six months in advance. Yeah, yeah. It would have been sick, man, if your military boys turned up all in gear to finish like the last two yeah, hours yeah. of you or something. That would have been sick. Everyone's all over the place at the minute. We're getting ready like to go um, to Kenya. I loved that. I actually was quite emotional when Ross Edgley finished that swim and they organised and he didn't know they'd organised all those like 300 swimmers to finish that to, at Margate yeah, 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 yeah even though Rogan kicked off and said well those fakers man you just swam on Great Britain Literally, they're stealing your funder the for the bit. last not even last mile like yeah. just quick paddle yeah Depends but, like looking at but how cool for him yeah, yeah. to have been coming over that horizon and being like all those people man like, yeah. I mean, sick. imagine if people he thought, like, I'll take you read his book yeah he said that he didn't expect anyone to be there did he yeah. um, and the old times like, again his mind sort of playing tricks on him and just self-doubt yeah um, was is he a bit of someone who you've looked up to to do this there's a bit of him and grenade j which i know you follow both of them yeah yeah so people i put you on to when you first spoke to me yeah, and yeah. they both do it don't they yeah they, they do they yeah, enjoy yeah, yeah. challenges um but i think even before i started following them i was doing those within the military anyway i was doing sort of 24-hour relays um i've done 12-hour continuous runs and stuff like that so i mean yes and no really i'd always sort of done it but um, it's that mindset you need to be in the military, isn't it? That I think you do, yeah. That weird, little um, bit weird. Jamie Alton has been in the military. Yeah, he spent what seven or eight years in the military. A little bit weird, don't you? Like, yeah, you have. Yeah, and Ross Edgley. I mean, he spends most of his time down at Limston with the Marines. So yeah, he spent. Um, uh, yeah, he's, he's about probably the only person who spent enough time like in the military, but never been in. Never the military. been in the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's been there long enough for him to give him kit. He's got all the kit, but yeah, because um, he's done it. They help him with his swimming, don't they? They actually yeah, helped yeah. him with the... I think he did a 48-hour swim down there. After, yeah. So, um, I don't know if you've seen the one when he misses. He tries to swim from St. Lucia to Smart- Martinique. Or s- and he doesn't the make triathlon? Yeah, and he doesn't make... Dragging that tree. And he doesn't yeah. make it because the tide turns against him twice. So, he gets home, doesn't he? And he's like, I've let myself down. Yeah. Calls them up and says, lads, can I borrow the pool for 48 hours? Yeah. And they're like, why? And he's like, I need to swim for 48 hours. Straight, yeah. And he just swims up and down. And I think they helped him then with his mindset, though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is, that's, if you've got people like that on your back. That's what I mean, yeah, you it's can't. It's sick. And it's like you're going in straight away with that mentality to be able to do that. What was it like then going into it when the sun went down and no one's turning up anymore? Um, so, like, yeah, they weren't there at the beginning, but you know, oh no, you know, James is coming, which James, I had him on the podcast, that guy's, is that um, James Thomas, who he shared his fucking story, man. And. I nearly cry. I could have. He hit me with it, man. Literally within seconds of the podcast, hit me with it, and I didn't even know. And was like, God. Yeah. Twice I've nearly cried on the podcast. Twice. Here's one of them. (laughs) (laughs) And the other one was a military dude telling me when he lost his friend. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know about that either. Literally just sat here and he drops that on me. And that's why I love these conversations because they hit me and they they make me a. This makes me a better person. Um. So yeah, James is one. Uh. He so he was coming to help you. Um, other people are popping in. Your dad's fresh. 
he's doing wheelies on his push bike or whatever, and it's all fun and games. But then it hits 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. No one's coming. Your dad's faded. <laughs> he's probably yeah, helping so... you, but he's faded. The kids have gone to bed. The missus has gone to bed. Ha- Where'd you find that from? Before, so, before the sleep de- before the, the sleep deprivation kicks in. Yeah, so I was I was I was quite lucky really with the handover takeovers from when my dad was coming around on his bike um, to Jimmy turning up Jimmy Dexter. Um, he travelled all the way from Lincoln, which was like two and a bit hours. Is he to a get military there. friend? Is he? Or is yeah, so he... he's literally just left the military actually. So we had his leaving do at work about three weeks ago. Uh, we went out for a few beers in Weatherspoons in Aldershot for that. Um, so he's getting out. He's got his gym's gym that he's doing. His boot camps and stuff. He's doing really well with that. So he'd finished his boot camps, jumped in his car for a two-hour journey, and then turned up for a handover takeover with my dad, who was like, right, I'm going to go to bed for a bit. And then Jimmy took over. So those dark hours were, it was him who sort of dragged me through on boy, getting that routine of six minutes, you're getting some stretching, eating, drinking, going to the toilet, and then you're lying down for 20 minutes. And then it was him that was dragging me up round, running, walking, crawling, the route until we got back in do you know what i can tell the way you're talking i know it's quite funny i don't know if you'd notice guys he said zero four whatever that's military straight away in it like right, yeah, 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 yeah. just four thirty like <laughs> yeah. zero four thirty um yeah. but the way you're talking is very some people say oh well, you're in your garage at home mate and you're just running but you sound like it's a mission you sound like it's 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 like it's the handover takeover right, that yeah. wor- but it's that yeah. wording of if someone normal, not normal, but someone with a normal mindset just said, oh, someone's coming to help me for a bit. Yeah. doesn't put you in a very good place. But yeah. when you've got this plan, handover, takeover, this time, that time, people are coming here, people are coming there for 24 hours. And that just shows how plans work. Yeah. And yeah, how that mindset of planning really works work. and how s- success works. But just the way you're talking, I'd say straight away, it, it's a, you've got a level above other people straight away. Because like I said, just the way you're talking, it sounds like a plan. As long as you hit the plan and it all goes well, you're gonna get to the end in 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. Which is very military. It, it, it's very military, but we, yeah. we say military precision, don't we? When we talk about yeah. plans, it literally is military yeah. precision. I say like the way you're talking about it, like the handover, takeover. This person's coming at this. I time. never even thought, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's very. Like <laughs> you say, one of them. You, you start thinking from the outside, and you think, oh, you're in your garage, just doing a run. You're in your garage, but you're taking it like up. you're taking it like it's a professional. Yeah. Which is that's the way I I go about everything like this. Oh, this mate. Mm. This is not my life. This mm. is not. This is not. Doesn't earn me any money whatsoever. But what it does do is, I put everything into it, and I love it. And it's that. It's that that takes you while you're going to be successful, while your new business venture is going to be successful. And if that's taken from people you, I learn from you, or you learning from the military, it's just cool. And like I say, I notice it because I'm not with you 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. Your missus will just be like, yeah, whatever. This is Josh. Yeah. In the kitchen <laughs> in the morning like that. Yo. <laughs> breakfast however yeah um ready for duty but for me to see it it's i mean i i can notice it but that's why you're going to be successful in life yeah and i I do people say about the military like it it does help you some people would go the opposite way yeah yeah, it truly affects them up Um, but i also see it with my other friend stewart on the podcast he's the same like he was ended up being a manager at that brief job i had yeah and he was people couldn't get used to him because he was so stiff. And they go, what's he like? And they go, they're just like stiff, yeah, rigid. straight. Rigid. And it was all military timing. Everything was written down. Yeah. Everything was to time. Dun, 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 dun. But he's now a manager and successful, think, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, people that aren't on time or anything like that, it kind of really pisses me off. 
I did expect. I kept looking. I kept looking outside actually and thinking he's going to be here, but at least fifteen minutes early. So I like he's going to sit outside for a bit. So it's like five minutes before. It's like our regimental custom is five minutes before the time you've been given. Um, and I just came down. I was like, I'm pretty sure I know where he lives. I remember it from when we were kids. And I come up, come up here, and I was like, right, I'll quickly. I've just parked over the road there. I was like, I'll quickly see what number it is, and then put it in. I was like, yeah, it is where I thought it was. Um, I'm pretty sure when I knocked on the door, it was like 59 or something. <laughs> It's bang on, literally, <laughs> bang on, three o'clock, like, I'm here. But it's, that's something I learned when I was out in America doing cheer. That, that It was all life skills, which is what I tried to come back when I started coaching here, is I wanted to give, a bit like the military, those life skills. Not, it's yeah, not just yeah. cheerleading. You're not just doing this because you're never going to do it for life. But that whole, if you're not here at quarter to seven, started at seven, you're not here at, at 6.45, you're late. Because yeah. you've got 15 minutes, you need to get ready. You can't just turn up at seven o'clock. And I always yeah, just tell them that yeah. and they'd be punished. For not yeah. turning up. Well, we have see practice don't start till seven. Yeah, yeah, but you you weren't here at quarter two, so Eating now you're gonna start time. putting your shoes and stuff on. Now I've got to wait for you. Yeah. And everyone else is waiting for you. So get here and get on time. It is a great thing to do, especially to young young adults. It, yeah. it, it's great, or even young kids. It's great to have that sort of punctuality and regiment in their lives. Like you say, it'll help them out with life right, skills. It teaches them, yeah, get to work fifteen minutes early. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't gonna lose your job then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, don't just get there on time. And you'll get promoted. Yeah, hundred percent, even more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So you're in the middle of the night. It's one p.m. One a.m. in the morning. What was it like getting the donations? Still, was that like a yeah, yeah. So I was talking to um, funny. I've talked to Laura's nan earlier about it, and she was asking what it was like. And I said, what really, really surprised me, and I really, really enjoyed, um, was even though it was like zero one zero two zero three zero four when people are sleeping, I was getting people that wouldn't normally speak to me were sending me messages on WhatsApp, Instagram. People didn't even have, I didn't even have their numbers. They'd like ask someone for the number and sent me a personal message on WhatsApp. Um, there were people FaceTiming, WhatsApp video calling on all the different platforms, just like wishing luck, asking how I was, how my feet are, how my legs are. Um, and again, that was just great to get at those sort of dark hours when you are struggling and your mind is turning on you, that all these people are still out there just, oh, I wonder how Josh is getting on, I'll send him a quick message. Um, and the, the donations that had come in at like, someone donated like £50 at like zero two or something like that. And it's like, who's donating that? 50 quid at two o'clock in the morning. It's like insane. Well, that's other countries then. It's, it's brilliant. That's it other countries really... though or someone really drunk. Yeah, someone really drunk <laughs> at the wake of that. Like, Shit, it's supposed to be a fiver. Yeah, I meant to help him. <laughs> Boom, 50 quid. Like, Josh, mate, any chance to speak to Anthony Nolan and get that back? Give <laughs> Bro, from Polzer, that wouldn't man. surprise me. Is that man's from Polzer, just stumbling out the spread, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. But, I need yeah. you back. But yeah, it, it just sort of um, reminds you that there is like really are you nice doing people in, and there's really nice people in the world you know where everyone thinks everything's negative and there's, there's arseholes everywhere it's not the case there is really nice people out there that are willing to help people um, and wish people luck and what I did like is I know that I know it's it's great for your new business venture um, this is great you, you're helping but also you're advertising how what your perfect business model is like you're selling yourself as such um so people who don't know josh is going to be um a pt personal trainer he's releasing his own company and he's, he's building his brand from there um to be able to then one day release from the the, the military and and do that full time right yeah so it, yeah. so he's branding himself what i did like though is there weren't too much of that no, I didn't want to try and... I, I mean, I've I done it on my Facebook and off my other Instagram page as well, but the only reason it was mainly on there was due to the following. Um, I thought it'd be a disservice to Anthony Nolan where on my other Instagram page there was considerably less followers um, and it just made sense, really. Like you said, sort of advertising yourself, but not uh, mainly for the following that was yeah, on there. Yeah, but even when you did, every time, you, every, time, every time you were on, 
you plugged the charity, so it proved why you were doing it. Yeah. You see some of these people do these things, and you can tell me you're not doing it to promote your own business. You're fucking lying. They're all doing it to promote their own business. Yeah. But why not do something good at the same time? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I walked. I did the, my walking challenge where I climbed Snowden, Snowden. with cheer shoes on. <laughs> yeah. um, I just linked my sport and blah, blah, blah. And that was for Alex's, for Alex Works. And yeah, it was promoting myself because I was promoting myself as a cheerleader, which is where, I, where I've gone with my career. And I was then also helping out. So why why not do that? But you get some people who they just get wrapped up in they forget yeah. why they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Whenever you fin- you were doing a story, you were talking about yourself or how you're getting on, but then straight away you were plugging it back to it, why you were doing it. Um, and I think that was really respectful and good because it, it proves why. Do you know what I mean? You're not just yeah, doing yeah. it. Well, I said to Laura before I started advertising it, I said, is it wrong to advertise it on the coaching platform? She's like, no, it's, you know what I mean? it's got more followers and you're doing it for, like you said, for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, and if an outcome comes from that where you get more followers, then it's a bonus. But at the same time, they're getting the information they need about potentially becoming a donor or, you know what I mean, donating to the course. So it's sort of a win-win, really, for everybody. Well, look at, I know Ross Edgley, he didn't do it to promote anything, but he did. Because he did that, they did the um the research with this the C, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Red Bull sponsored it, and like, Jim Shark loved yeah, that sort Jim of Jim Shark. There was there were, and he was being paid by them while he was out there. So it was the same. Jamie Alderton, he makes a lot of money for that Chestnut Treehouse, is it? Yeah, he but does, yeah. he's a PT. He's yeah. got to show he's fit. He's got to show that his endurance is good. He's got to show that when you're buying your programs from him, yeah, that they they speak wonders. Like you know what I mean? And that's what you're doing. You're proving like if I want to. If I want to get fit or even be extreme and want to go running, long distance running, I'll, I'll come to you because you ran for 24 hours. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. why? If someone did say you shouldn't be doing that, I'll tell them where to go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because then you raise two grand at the same time. You could have just ran yeah. for 24 hours for the fun of it because you're military, so you're weird like that. So you probably like yeah. to go through that. <laughs> maybe. You might, you, <laughs> maybe not now as you get a bit older, but yeah. you've probably done some stuff in your time where you're, I'm going to go run and it's going to really hurt for the fun of it. Yeah, or yeah. go in the gym. We don't, sometimes it ain't fun. Yeah. And we are just people training that hard is a bit weird. But military, as I say, they're a different type of weird. Like yeah. I'm saying, let's get stimulated and let's get weird. But military, <laughs> a different type of weird, man. <laughs> like, um, But for you to put yourself through that and to be so into what you're doing for the charity speaks wonders and, and sells your business as it is it shows what a, a nice guy you are do you know what I mean like we were all arseholes growing up so you are a bit of an arsehole growing up but oh, you, I'm, you've been recently up. I haven't nah. really to be honest. depends who you ask <laughs> nah. you're always an arsehole to someone yeah you? If, if they're not part of your team yeah. <laughs> you're not telling off yeah 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 um, so you, you're in the middle of the night and the messages are rolling in you're getting pushed did it rain in the middle of the night no luckily no 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 so from like 12 o'clock onwards it's in midday it didn't rain once, even though it was forecast heavy rain all day, and that was predi- like predicted all week. So I was kind of like, oh, "It's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty nails." But no, no, the uh, the rain gods held off. Did the sleep debt do any more than the? Well, that's enough playing tricks on your mind that you're gonna tell your friend to stop running. But <laughs> if I'm honest, that was that was that was pretty much it, really. I knew it was a load of rubbish. Um, but the, the the thing that was really battling, I was really battling against was just my stomach. Um, I'd had that many emodium that when I started running now I couldn't breathe properly because my stomach was that it was like it was like out there. Um, so that was clogged up. Everything I was eating was just getting further and further and further up there. Um, so there was sort of no release from that. I couldn't breathe properly. Um, so on top of the dreams as well, I was just like, just gonna have to sack it. That's it. (laughs) Got no choice. 
<laughs> but at the same time, I wouldn't do it anyway. But it's just, I think if you don't have those battles with yourself, or if you say that you didn't have those battles with yourself in those situations, I'd probably call you a liar because I think you're naturally meant to have those battles. It's one of those things though, man. Once you start, if you're that type of person, nothing's going to stop you, you unless you die. Yeah. Like I said to Laura, I was like, the only thing that will stop me is if I'll get run over or something. <laughs> or, but yeah. Yeah, because um, cause you do, even if you do feel that bad, you're, you're like, say you're being sick, you just don't feel right. You, you'd even, there's probably a few times where you started to slow yourself down. And when you started to, you said you started to walk at right at the end. Yeah, you, from like it, 52 miles, I, I just couldn't run anymore because I couldn't breathe, regulate my breathing enough with my, how tight my stomach was. And walking was the only way I was going to get it done. Whereas if I carried on running, I just it wouldn't have happened. But then you wouldn't have stopped. No, I wouldn't that have stopped. Person, do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, like maybe at twelve o'clock you'd have gone. I'm not walking. Yeah. And when you're walking, you're like, I ain't stopping, and you just wouldn't have stopped. Yeah. Because you're that type of person. And once you started, even just stopping would not. You, even if you stopped, you'd be stopped for a couple of seconds. Yeah. Oh, this is a failure. Go, go. Well, I didn't walk, stop. Walk. So the entire. So whenever we was doing the loop, there was no stopping on the loop. Um, it was just continuous. I mean, the only times I'd stop would be I'd quickly dip in for a bush for a wee, and then I'd I'd, I'd, I'd carry on straight away. Um, but I mean, sometimes when I was getting in, I was getting in at like five two the hour. Bearing in mind I'd set off fifty five minutes previous, straight in, and I'd be like, oh, quickly. I wouldn't even have a chance to take my shoes off. Just quickly have a gel, have a bit of water, and then I didn't have that. That the time was that short. I just take the bottle of water with me. And just turn around, pretty much touch the garage door, turn around, and then just <laughs> walk off again for an hour. Well, so the last, so literally, minutes. the last marathon was a marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, it was. Yeah, it wasn't broken at all. Well, it was broken, as in quickly, like say five minutes, and yeah. then so it was. That's it was not really kind broken. Of, kind of continuous, really. Um, so the hardest, the the last marathon that should it's going to be the hardest was literally the hardest because it was consistent marathon. Pretty much, yeah. The time was very, very limited from when I was coming in uh, to leaving, but. Every time I left, it was rigid, bang on the hour. Um, as I say, I'd be getting up at 58 when I was getting some sleep. Um, and then come whatever its time was on the hour, we'd be straight out. Um, yeah, we didn't miss a single rotation for the time. How did you train for this? Um, funnily enough, I didn't really do any running. So it might sound strange to a lot of people. If you're doing a running challenge, you just think, no, oh, you need to get running, running, running. But... I only done probably six weeks training. I'm quite conditioned anyway. I run very regularly. Like you probably done a lot of running in the military um, anyway. And um, I sort of changed my training up for this quite a lot. So I was doing a lot of single leg strength exercises, um, a lot of sort of back core. Um, I was doing a lot of stuff on the watt bike as well. Doing like the functional threshold tests. I was doing long spins on the bike, um, and then once a week I go out for a weighted tab, um, which is just with a Bergen on with say. 37 to 45 pounds and i go for eight ten miles um and then the rest of the week would consist of single leg exercises uh some compound movements and just on the on the watt bike and swimming as well actually i don't quite a lot of swimming um we've got a really decent pool and older shot um for the free swims so i made made the most of that well it's, it's that's tiring swimming man and it's even worse because you don't you don't sweat you don't feel like you're sweating you yeah. don't get warm it's good sessions in the pool you don't get warm it's, your joints don't give up, or your muscles like your muscles don't give up. But your joints don't give up, so yeah. it's good for your joints, but it's tiring as hell. And you it's never great realize. for the lungs. Yeah, you yeah, never realise. I know Eddie Hall used to swim, didn't he? And he still swims now. Yeah, he's rapid. His condition, yeah, rapid. Yeah, for how big he is, yeah, he can yeah, swim yeah. well. 
Um, that's good technique, though, isn't it? But yeah, the pool is a good thing for a lot of sports. And yeah. you say that's quite funny, but running's. I try and explain it to you when I was when I was PT, and you'll probably say it quite a lot. But running's it's a, it's a sport. It's at the Olympics, mm-hmm. so just going out and running, you've got to like you say your single leg, your core. You've got to get yourself conditioned for running, not just being able to run. Yeah, I mean you're putting like <laughs> what one and a half, two times weight your body weight through, through each limb, leg, yeah. do you know what I mean? Each time you take a take a stride. So um, the single leg variations are very important. Well, in it's that. literally, con- it's consistently jumping, jumping, jumping onto yeah, one jumping leg. Jumping on one leg, yeah, yeah, literally, just with a bit more panache so That's why style. I hate it when you see just someone coming to the gym who's not even overweight, just someone who's just not conditioned mm-hmm. from sitting down forever and never done sport. Yeah. And they get on the machine and start running. I'm like, stop, stop. Because you have back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, and you'll quit. Yeah, literally, yeah. It's kind of like the going to thing isn't it yeah. it's like oh just go running but no it's quite an advanced thing really yeah. running especially if your your aim is to lose a lot of weight it's the last thing you want to be doing it'd be fine if we ran from babies if we all ran from ba- from from birth yeah. and didn't sit down like I this i be conditioned to it you know what I mean would be fine yeah, yeah, would yeah. be fine but when you get adults going in that have done nothing for 25 years mm-hmm. and they're like well I'm going to be a runner or I'm just going to yeah. be running on the treadmill one well, the treadmill is bad anyway yeah because it just fires your hamstrings it's off awful. You, you don't run it just makes you run yeah just, <laughs> just hanging just on your legs just literally <laughs> flick back and you just bring them forward so i've got yeah. tight hips now well, of course you have because all you've been doing is bringing yeah. your knees forward mm-hmm. why because the machine takes your legs back <laughs> yeah so all you do is just consistent knee drives for an hour um no wonder you're in pain and your neck hurts you and you're sacking it yeah and you give up after 10 days or whatever yeah, shit, exactly. shit like that. um so a lot of like not running conditioning but more, I say you are probably physical conditioned anyway. It was more, you're thinking more strength side to be able thinking, to keep going. Yeah, more injury sort of injury prevention. Um, I always have quite a lot of problems with like um, on the outside of my knees where I get quite a lot of tightness, but I think it's all the, the muscles around. So I mainly wanted to focus on the single leg variations just to strengthen the little muscles around that. So if I was running for long periods of time, um, normally when I get to like the 30, 35 mile point, my legs sort of lock up on the knees, which this time it didn't happen. And I'm pretty confident it's down to the build-up I've done for that with the single leg variations. Um, but another really good outcome from doing those um, over a period of six weeks, I increased like my one rep max for squat by about 70 kilo um, on top of what I could already lift. So I've put a lot of success down to single leg variations. Oh, mate, it's wicked. I ain't been in the gym for about three months. Rocked in today and did a 120 yeah, 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 deadlift. Yeah. And... I say I haven't conditioned. I've drank beer for nearly every night of the week. <laughs> um, I I put down from doing a lot of diet in in the past that I'll put weight on, but I'll never get fat again. Yeah. And I'll always the same things in my head is always the same. If I look at a meal, I always make the meal the same. Even when I eat out, because I was a fat kid when I was when I was younger, I naturally now know what to look at. And if I I know when I've overeaten, so I know if I've got to push back the next day or whatever. Yeah. But the fact of, like training, I've just been doing life. And then I've gone back in. Like you say, you've come away from squatting for a bit. Doesn't make a bit different. Yeah, yeah, Back yeah. to it. And you're like, oh, this is this is nice. Like supplementing um, it with something else. Yeah. And, coming back to and like, you say, like you say, single leg as well is, what happens if you've got a shift or one side stronger? That, you know, that whole squat, you could have been squatting with just your right side and you don't even know. That's it, yeah. Imbalances, it just completely sorts imbalances And now you've got a strong out. left leg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your squat's gone up. Well, yeah, because now you're using both of them. Both, of, yeah, yeah. They're both. You know <laughs> yeah, not mean? just one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's cool to see. So again, that's very military precision that you've looked deep into it. But obviously, especially with your new job as well, you've started to look at things a little differently. Yeah, yeah. How you break it? How you're going to fix things? Because you're going to start having clients who you've got to fix and mm-hmm. stuff like that. 
Are you taking anyone on for clients or are you thinking like, oh, actually, I like running specific stuff? No, so... That'd be nice. People who've got doing marathons and stuff I mean, like if, that. if people want to come to me for that, I'll be Fix them, bro. more than happy. Um, I've got the skill set to, you know what I mean, get them to their, to their goal. But um, my sort of target audience isn't as such at the moment with being so new to the sort of industry i say i say new new to the civilians lot side of the world so i'm not really i can't really be that picky with my target audience at the moment i have got specifics who i won't work with or will work with um but at the moment i'm welcoming most people to be fair um just so i get a feel for how people react and what i want to do instead of just closing my mind off to say look i want to work with from 25 to 45 year olds parents that don't have much time for blah 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 um so the field's kind of open at the moment for well stuff mate like you're that. proof of proof of anything like that you could go anywhere you could do marathon runners you could do people dads busy dads have a dad club because you're smashing yeah. it you're still going to work you're still working out you're actually building another business on top of work yes. you've got time for all this stuff and have two kids it don't feel like that. And a missus to keep happy. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> like, know what? You could have a dad club, man, and you have thousands yeah. of dads come and say, how are you doing it? Because a lot of them, a lot of people out there struggle. Yeah. Really struggle. Wow. Well, I put my hand up. Yeah. Everyone, I, I struggle doing all that. It's, it's, and it's, it's out not, there, though, mate. I had a client. Easy. I had a client who's now started the Strong Dad Club because oh, he mega. was my client. Yeah. And I said, dude, you're doing it. And I would turn around and say to him a lot of time, I couldn't, I can't. I, as a PT, I never lied. So I was like, dude, I can't justify and, and tell you that I, I understand because I don't. I ain't yeah. got kids. So I can't understand. I'm never going to force you to go to the gym if you can't. I'm never going to used to apologize for not going to the gym at six in the morning because his kid got him up and he had to be with the kid um, and not because his missus let his missus lie in before work or whatever. Yeah. I said, well, I'm not going to tell you off. I'm not going to tell you off for that. You got a kid. Like, yeah, yeah, life's yeah. life. And I had to sometimes G him up and say, it's fine. Because he'd be down for the rest of the day. It's nice to do though. that as well, because a lot of people won't understand. Like you said, yeah. you don't understand, but you did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just couldn't, sometimes I couldn't say to him, I'm sorry, but I can't. Uh, so now he's he's now doing it. I'm like, yeah. dude, you've learned from me how to get jacked and lose weight. Yeah, yeah. Now go look after other people, because you want to start the other side of it. Share the love, yeah. He's got the strong, I think it's the strong dad club is or something like, like that. Local, is he No, no, um, Bristol. Oh, Mega. Away, yeah, I had him online, yeah, yeah. looked after him online, and yeah. then all I did was him online. So I was like, just from what you can do That's now cool, with yeah, Dad yeah. Club, and he's say he's got this strong. I think he's not strong dad, strong parent club. Yeah, and he's just trying I'll to show, to up, just trying cool. to show that you can, you can look after yourself and have kids. Um, yeah, which that could be a thing you go. Down, I think it's man, very important I mean? though to to have a strong partner as well that can do it. If you're in, if you're lucky enough to be in that situation, otherwise. I don't know how some people do it. It'd be very, very difficult. You'd need a good network of people around you. And obviously with Laura, I'm very fortunate. She's great at literally raising the kids, especially when I'm at work. Um, so shout out to you there, Laura. Aw, <laughs> isn't that cute, eh? Um, he's lying. No, he's yeah. not. <laughs> no, mate, I've, I've seen it straight away. She's a military wife. And when you told me on the last podcast that you used to travel from Catrick on a weekend, one that's showing your love for the family coming back every weekend, because that's a long, dry, long ass drive. Yeah, and second, for her to stick by you, when you go out there, did did you did you meet her in the military or was it is she from? Right, so I've not long been in. Yeah, yeah, so we've been together. Fucking hell, what eight eight nine years maybe? Two thousand fourteen. Did the maths on that, but I'd only been in the military two years, I think, um, before I met Laura. Um, so she's pretty much been with me the entire career. Um, so she knows what to expect, and she's she's pretty tough with it. That's mad though, because I was actually being up down in Catterick, up up in Catterick, where where you were, and you speak to a lot of the people because they're. Nearly everyone's military wife or military in kid or whatever. Town, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, in garrison. So that's where the gym is, literally 
it's next to the Aldi. By the swimming pool, As you yeah, drive yeah. in, the Leisure Centre is on the Tesco's. your right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the gym, they've got a new gym now, opposite the Leisure Centre. And I was talking to her and her saying how, like, well, it's just a way of life. But she's living in the town. Your missus was living Back three in. hours the other way. Yeah, yeah, she's living here, yeah. So, like, for her to to, to stick by you through that is shows how strong she is straight away. So, yeah, yeah. like you say, you need that pillar of... I'd be stuff about my missus, mate. I'd yeah. be, I'd, I'm a functioning alcoholic now, but I'd be yeah. an alcoholic not functioning <laughs> if I didn't have the missus. Yeah. Um, I would be stuffed without her. Yeah, my, me going on my travels and stuff like that, getting the house. Like she's been the person who's I've done done most of the 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 fund, not the funding, the 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 paperwork and that behind it. But when it got tough and shit, and when we thought we weren't going to get the house, she was the one that was like, "What we're going to do then? Yeah, how are we going to do this?" Yeah, that rational and I brain, was like, "Ugh." I gotta go get a job somewhere else and not be self-employed anymore. But she was the one like, "Well, do you want the house or not?" That she's my like. We're those people who talk to those. Yeah. We need those people like that to talk to us. Yeah. The same as you. Even if you're a you're a sergeant or whatever you are at the army, you still need someone above you to sort yeah, your course, shit yeah, out. Yeah, to get you in check, man. Yeah, one hundred percent. There's yeah. always got to be someone else above you, and that's yeah, a strong lady or mate, uh, boyfriend, yeah, girlfriend. We like everyone on this podcast. Yeah. Um. The birds, the bees, the bees and the bees and the yeah. birds and the birds. <laughs> Everyone, mate. Um, but yeah, your partner, a strong partner um, by your side. Uh, and my, my mom too, man. My mom. Like your, yeah, your mom's strong too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and your dad. He looks like your dad. Yeah. <laughs> I say different from my dad. He's a bit of an arsehole, but... <laughs> <laughs> Leave that for another podcast. But yeah, <laughs> I've already done, we already did that. Shout out to my mom when she came on the podcast. Oh, um, yeah, 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 she did. And she just... Yeah, we had a good chat about that. Um, but yeah, your dad, like just little people like that helping you through like your challenge. Mm-hmm. He ain't just done that; he's done it for your life. So it shows that yeah. a mold of what you are now is a mold of your parents. Because yeah, yeah, there are some people that use it the other way. My parents aren't that good, so I was, I'm successful that way. But the fact that you've got that unit around you is a, a reflection of them. Do you know what I mean? Reflecting yeah, yeah, yeah. Of your dad staying up in the middle of the night. The same as my mom; she'd be up for the whole twenty four hours if I did it. And I mean, he would have been, to be fair, he, he, yeah. he would have been, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I say, my mum came and ran one with me as well, and she was, um, it, was through, it was through the day, she was like, oh, what, t- what time are we on? We're out for time. I was like, don't worry about the time. I was like, well, we've got plenty of time to get back in, and even if it's 10 minutes, it's all right, don't worry about it. Um, but she got into the rhythm, she was fine with it. Laura ran one with me as well, one of the the, the, the second to last one. We just got on the canal, just me and Laura ran down the canal, nice chat, turn around, come back. Um, so yeah, it was great. I like when it was finishing, man. Like and people were yeah, in the street and that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was your cool. kids, like your girl. Look, you got two girls, haven't you? So a boy and a girl. Oh, boy and a girl. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Esme, Esme Hudson. I mean, Hudson looks like a little girl because he's got really long hair at the minute. I we don't even know. We you don't want to cut it. You had two girls. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've missed that. I might have another girl in the in the distant future or whatever. But um, not, yeah, finishing with the kids, hugging you and that, and that, that looked, it was sweet, man. Yeah, it was cool. I didn't expect it, so. Um, so obviously my dad would jumped on his bike and followed me uh, for the last one, uh, and Jamie come and ran the last one with me. Um, but yeah, when we come up, um, I didn't realise there was that many people that was going to be there. So it was, it was it was really nice. Yeah, I mean I'm sure the neighbours were looking out the window thinking, what is going on? I'm out surprised here? no one did. No one come out and ask. No. So as I was I was coming up on, um, it must have been like the, the the first marathon. Um, I'd come a different loop just to mix it up a little bit. Um, and as I was coming up, there was a couple of neighbours that were there talking, um, and they'd seen me in the park about six hours earlier, and they'd seen me running, and I was coming back up, they're like, bloody hell, are you still out running? 
I was like, yeah, and I explained that with the, what what I was doing. They were just like, oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. No, like if I was a neighbour and I saw that, I'd probably want to go out and say, what are you doing? I was quite quiet though with it. Um, I mean, the second I'd come in, I was just I weren't really talking much. I was just focused on getting that recovery, getting this, getting that. Um, trying to empty my stomach and surely your neighbours are going to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, probably. Yeah. Um, and people are like, alright, oh, he's been out. F- he's yeah. been out till since t- it's five o'clock now, and he's still out there. I'm gonna go far, and ask. Bit far now. I'm gonna ask doing. if he's alright. Yeah. yeah, yeah ask yeah. him why he's doing it. Um, but no, no, they didn't actually. I mean, That's what I hate about neighbours these days. To be fair, I think we got really good neighbours around by us. Just in case you're listening, um, no one wants to talk though. Like, like I say, I'd be straight. You out. are right. You are right. I mean, the neighbours around by us, they are very friendly, but people are sort of themselves to themselves. I just got a new house, and I said, oh, I spoke to this person, and the missus goes, yeah, of course you have. And I'm like, yeah, of course, oh, yeah, of course <laughs> I have. Like, That's always I'm, new, I moved I'm in. new. I want to know everyone. I want them to know me. I want to know if I'm away, yeah. the house is being looked after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know that people are going to, like, I hate that whole you don't know anyone in your street anymore and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, we've got Bill over the road. We've got John, Pete up there. We've got <laughs> Sophie over the road. Yeah, These are all real people, by the way. They say, it's, yeah, you just um, throw names out there. No, the real people. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're just, you just keep yourself to yourself. That weird uh, military guy at the end of the street. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, with work now, are you? is it long term? How much longer in the military now? Um, really good question, actually. Um, so, so, I know you have to see your time out, don't you? You can't just leave. Yeah, they come so and you, get have you. Give, you have to give like a yeah. They yeah. come and get you. It's quite formal. You have to give like a year's notice, like where most jobs it's like what four weeks or two weeks, or you just don't ever go back. Um, it's a year, but the reason it is so long is because it's kind of like being in prison for a, a serious amount of time, where you get institutionalised, and to the outside world, you're sort of unemployed. You've been off the radar for so long, so that year is very crucial to your sort of leaving you know what I mean, setting things up in place, courses. So when you do leave the army, you're good to go, if you know what I mean. So Oh, it, yes, it's good. They set you up then. Yeah, you, they, they set you up. You get full resettlement where you get some X amount of thousands of pounds to spend on certain courses to set you up. Um, and you have that year buffer, but it's kind of like a double-edged sword. That year buffer, people panic because they don't do anything for a year because it's so long. <laughs> I've had so many friends that are like, oh, I've got ages, mate. And it comes to like two months before they leave. You go, oh, wait, what are you doing? I don't know, I'm going to sign back on. <laughs> and they'll sign. They'll t- we've drawn the termination. They just stay. And that's it, they just stay then. Um, so it's a great model by the military, if I'm honest. Um, but yeah, it works both ways. It's nice, well. it's, it's nice to, to hear that they that they help. Because also you see a lot, you hear a lot of d- devastating stories about the military, how they don't. Mm-hmm. How it's like you're cannon fodder and then you're gone. Yeah, I mean, you it, it, it's true. It's, on the ground. it's true. Um, but, I mean, it's it's the nature of the beast. They're a massive, massive organisation. You'll get it in other organisations. Do you know what I mean? You can't, unfortunately, capture everybody. And that's just failings at different levels. Um, but, yeah. But it's nice to know they, they do. They give you it. It's down to you to do what you do with it. You have it. to be very proactive. So, like, if they didn't give you a year and they give you two weeks. You'd moan. Then you'd moan. So they're giving you a year and they're telling you to do that and you're yeah. like, okay, cool, I've got a year to get my, my arse into gear. Yeah. Well, that's your own fault if you don't sort that yeah. out. And they're giving you money too. A lot of it's <laughs> down to your sort of very close management on how they sort of let you do certain things. Yeah. Where, you know I mean, you'll try and book an appointment and it'll be like, oh, no, no, you can't have it on this day. So it's, it's one of those. Yeah, but making it awkward for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's one of those, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I can't wait to get out of the military. Because that was literally, I want to say so much more, but I can't. <laughs> so I can't wait to get out of the military. And I like like some of Joe Rogan's guests, man, when they just talk. Just what, become a whistleblower? When they just talk about <laughs> so much stuff. And I'm like, that's so interesting. So I can't wait to get out of the military. There is a, there is a lot. I In mean, like 20 I'm... years time. Yeah, I won't really say a bad word about it at the minute. I mean, I've had nothing but good experiences. I mean, I have had bad experiences in the army, but majority of them have been brilliant, and I wouldn't really fault it to be fair. At the moment, <laughs> till you're out, pending guys, you're gonna be here first. <laughs> I'm gonna get him back every year until he speaks, <laughs> just goes off on one and speaks yeah. loads. This one time. <laughs> so you bought me a present, apart from me stealing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he actually, got, to me, guys, this. So he offered me a monster. Yeah, mm. he said you have whichever one you want. So I had the green one, then he told me off for having the green one. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, don't offer me two different colours then. That's like that's what a girl does when they go, what do you want for so dinner? True. Chinese or Indian? I'll have Indian. Yeah, I want Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll give him the I'm option. Too. Just tell me you're having Chinese then. Don't just give me the option. You gave me an option, then moaned. I mean, it, it, I do like that one. I feel like it was a test. It was, was it? a test. It was a failed. military test. You literally failed. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. He's just going to wipe me off. I'm doing no, my own. No Instagram. Podcast no Instagram. <laughs> he's just going to get rid of him. He's like, yeah, in the military, this is what we do. We do a little well, That's test. what I've done when I was there on my phone while you were setting up. <laughs> that's what I was doing. God. <laughs> he's going to lean over in a minute and just going to turn the camera off. <laughs> turn, yeah. the, turn the laptop <laughs> off and go, you're not using any of that. Yeah. See, see you later, boy. Classified. Just because you have my green monster. Um. And you bought me something else as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I've, when I've listened to your podcast before, I've seen people that get you like coffees and stuff because obviously it's the, the Coffee with Sam podcast. I do drink coffee um, and other various it's stimulants. It's way too hot today. That's why yeah. we're on the Not A Sponsor Monster. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I was like, I was going to say to you, it's like I bought some and I was like, we can't have a coffee, mate. It's too hot. We'll be bright red in here. Our face yeah. will be bright red. So. I mean, I'm, it's pretty warm. Isn't it? <laughs> so I was like, we can't be having hot pretty coffees. Um and I've I've seen it on some p- other people's podcasts where people get like books or whatever to pass on knowledge or whatever. Um, and I've got a spare book of this. Uh, my other one is pretty battered, and it's got all like bookmarks coming out of it from different things that I've took note of and that. But I thought I'd give you a book to read, which is uh, the Chimp Paradox, which is absolutely brilliant in sort of boxing the chimp, the inner chimp that the self doubt really, the self talk. This is sick. Um, which is a really, really interesting book. It can get boring at times, but I love gifts. There's like practical things in there that you can do and 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 work through. Um, so, yeah. so is it is it about mindset? Is that what mindset, it is? Mindset, yeah, yeah, yeah. About mindset by Professor. Um, I can't the remember his name on there. Paradox: The Mind Management Program for Confidence, Success, and Happiness. The Mind Program that helped me with my Olympic gold, Sir Chris Hoy. Mm. I cannot wait to get my teeth into this. And you know what? If I end up reading it, you're a very privileged man because I have books. But why I started the podcast was because I can only listen or do. Yeah. There's an audio book of it. Reading is hard for me. Yeah. Like I can walk for an hour, two hours, and I'll come back and tell you exactly what I've listened to on that podcast. Unless my mind's gone off about something, thinking about something. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I can lose a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, just, okay, what I'm going to do on my own podcast is, and then I get an hour in, I'm like, I ain't, like, I ain't I'm listened not listening. to any of that. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I do yeah, the yeah. same with books. So I read. I don't lose myself. I read. Yeah. And then I go, yeah, I've not read any of that. So the reason that I've, uh, so books like that, audio books, I love audio books. Um, but like, I need to be able to read certain things, like practical steps in that. I need them in front of me so I can be like, oh, yeah, cool. And then make a note of it. Ooh. And then otherwise I can't learn from it. Or, or yeah. I'll keep replaying it and I'm like, oh, man, I didn't hear 
Yeah. Why what does, does that it, sound different that time? What does it mean? <laughs> or just, well, I missed that bit. I missed that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why I've been saying it wrong. <laughs> back 15. Back 15. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's this like, like this podcast, I couldn't tell what we spoke about. Right now, yeah, no, I couldn't tell you at all what we spoke about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but listening, that's why I enjoy doing this though, because I love listening, yeah, and I love learning from listening. And I'm nosy and I ask questions. And I remember being little, and my brother saying to me, "You stop asking questions." When we used to work on cars and stuff, I'd be like, "Yeah, why are you doing that? Yeah, why are you doing that? Yeah, but what's why? next? It's like a yeah, why does that happen? <laughs> why is it? But that's what I love here. I've got no notes, mate. Can't so my own podcast. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have notes up here for myself. Because when I'm sitting yeah. talking to myself, yeah, I have yeah. to remember what I want to talk about or yeah. where I go off on it. But this, no notes. No yeah. notes. Because I'm just like, let's talk, man. Yeah, and that's yeah. then my brain. If just I had notes, I, goes, I've it? had notes before. And I've just, one question, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> or it'll it. throw you off and you're constantly just like waiting for him to finish, not listening to him. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> now, sometimes I do that. If, if, I, if you say something and I'm like, I'm going to ask a question about that later. Yeah. I'll keep that question for a good 20, 30 minutes. And I might not. And I might ask it. four. Que- oh, I might ask it, but I might ask four questions in between. Yeah, and not even listen to what you say. Yeah, because I'm thinking about the other one. <laughs> yeah, but I've already yeah, asked yeah. four questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the other one comes in, and I'm like, there we go. Boom! I can use that one now. Yeah. But no, this is amazing. Now, everyone else who's uh, listening, if you're going to be a guest, you have got to trump this now. And when I've read it, what I'll do is, mate, this will be in the new studio that I started building. <clears throat> this will be in there. I'll keep. I'll just keep this in the studio, like the other gifts, like the. Yeah, the, cool, man. The whiskey. <laughs> I didn't want to get whiskey or anything like that because I didn't want to uh, poison your health, but... Um, oh, all right. How long have you been sober for? It will be... <laughs> sober for? Like an alcoholic. Um, it will be two years in September. So next month, it'll be literally two years. Why? I was, again, I was just an arsehole, if I'm honest. Um, I would just not know when to stop. I'd wake up in the morning, I'd be ill, I'd miss work, I'd miss time with my family. There was a point as well, um, I think Esme had not long been born, she was a couple of weeks old, and I would say to Laura, like, right, look, I'm going to go to the co-op quickly just to, I don't know, get some drinks or whatever. No, I weren't telling her I was getting alcohol, this is how sort of bad it was. And I'd go to the co-op in Polesworth, drive there on my own, go in, I don't know if you know, you know, Henry Weston Cider. Mm-hmm. It's like eight point five, nearly nine percent. I'd go in there, buy one bottle, jump in the car, open it with my teeth, put it between my legs, drive up up High Street in a past never saw school, round the lanes by Linden Lodge, and by the time I'd come back to Station Road, I'd have necked the full bottle, threw it out the window, and then just go home. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, so that. You was were an alcoholic. Well, <laughs> it was just to take the edge off. But uh, do you know what I mean? How how bad that is? Um, and it still took me another say six months after that maybe maybe a year yeah six months after that cause hudson's what 18 months now um to realize that it was a it was a problem is that um, what put you on the path to where you are now as in this wanting to help other people not with alcoholic yeah. but as in like fitness looking after your body like kind of I've, I've always done that anyway i've always loved anything fitness based if you ask all my mates at work anything that comes up like they'll always come and ask me and I'll be like, yeah, it's because you've got blah, blah, blah or you need this or you need to do that. So I'm sort of like the, the go-to guru for like mad vitamins or deficiencies or whatever from evidence-based stuff that I follow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've always I've always done it, but I think I mainly done it for, well, the reason I mainly done it for was for my family really. Yeah. Um, 
for being a, a decent role model for my daughter and for my son. No, um, you did the main thing. You made the thing. The main thing was realizing. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's and then it, acting it took upon. a long time to do it. Acting upon. Yeah, yeah. Um, because <clears throat> like I had the same point where I was the same. I was an idiot, absolute idiot. And the missus would always say, "Why can you just not know? Mm. Why do you not know?" And it just, from time to time she'll say it comes back, but for me that hits me harder when she says it hasn't because I feel like it has. Now my elder brother, he quit. He hasn't drank for about. 17, 18 years. And that was because he used to fight whenever he had a drink. He used yeah. to fight anyway. Yeah. But have a drink, he fought anyone. Oh. Fight you, fight his mum, fight me, try and fight everyone. Is, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he realised <clears> and said, so now, like, Alec, my missus always like, I don't want you to go that way. And he was like, I don't want you to go that way. Because he could see it. And I'd say, no, 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 no. But I haven't stopped drinking, but I feel like I've got more control of it's it. It's great, yeah, yeah. Um, now... Yeah, you sitting here and saying that would make me think maybe I should stop altogether for a bit. And I actually think about this, I, I wasn't going to say this, you know, I was brushing my teeth this morning, you know, and uh, I actually was thinking, I was like, when am I ever myself? When am, Who is Sam Thompson anymore? It's deep for the brushing the teeth. Big, and that's what happens, mate, when I'm taking a poo and stuff like that, that's where my mind goes. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, I'm caffeinated in the morning. Yeah. First and, I thing. Al- and I have alcohol set, I'm sedated at night. Who am I? Interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, who am I? Because constant stimulants. I still am me, yeah, but I'm stimulated in the morning. I'm stimulated not straight away in the morning, especially now I'm back at the gym. I don't have to drink as much coffee. I just love, I love coffee, not as in the butt. I just love coffee. I love coffee. Um, but like, I'm stimulated. We all know it, it takes about 90 minutes for it to kick in, lasts for about two hours after. So you say you have your last coffee at three, four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm stimulated till six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. Even if, not saying heavy alcohol, but one whiskey. One beer, two beers. Yeah. I'm then going from stimulation to sedent- uh, sedation. So when am I me? Constantly on something. Yeah. When yeah. am I me? Well, the 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 the, the sleep doctor. Um, oh, what's his name now? The sleep diplomat. His name is on um, on Instagram. Oh, I can't remember his name. Um, anyway, he talks about so if you have a cup of coffee at midday, there's still a third of that cup in your brain at midnight so like it just constantly stays sorry in. mate we've just smashed a whole monster at four o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know yeah hey hey once in a while eh yeah, let loose what? Let loose. you're sober mate you're also let loose with a bit of caffeine I'll bloody do what i want that's my <laughs> sound the bad influence that's all i am bad yeah, influence yeah. Um, that's what i'm like when people come to the podcast i'm like have you drove they're like no i'm like well there's beers in the fridge and they're like yeah when you ask me it's like, right. beers or uh, I thought, oh, there's always beer in the fridge oh yeah. my i'd have cried if you hadn't told me you if you had told me that you've been sober for two years, then I make you drink a beer. Yeah. I'd have felt so I've bad. been in so many situations where, um, so recently we went to a mess do um, at my work, so the science mess do. We spent about 20 grand on it, and it was uh, it was called Mestival. It was literally, they had a big, massive main stage, loads of different. Uh, it, it, it was brilliant. Oh, I saw that. The yeah, rain. It was, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it, it was brilliant. Yeah, like, I think most people thought I was actually at a festival, like Red Nor Leeds. Yeah, it looked like a festival. Um, but. Um, I didn't drink the entire time there, and I don't know if this is a compliment or uh, or not. But um, a compliment? What am I trying to say? Uh, um, most people thought you I were was, drunk. I was pissed. Yeah, yeah. and uh, well, I clearly wasn't. Now that yeah, now that's what me going back to saying who am I? Like, is that actually me? Like, I'm the same. I could go somewhere and I'm like this. I'm I'm chatty. Yeah, I'm enthusiastic all the time. Um, so I know full well that. 
I'm not a different person. Yeah. Um, but that's a compliment, yeah, to yourself. An insult, that, that's what I went, meant oh, to say. Is yeah, it an insult or a compliment when people don't know if I'm pissed or not? It might be an insult to other people who have to have drink to have fun. Yeah, yeah. But it's a compliment to you that you can go somewhere, yeah. have a whale of a time. I was as well. I, I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, I drank probably about 15 cans of Red Bull, but... <laughs> I mean, so you're it was stimulated. It, yeah. it, it was great. Yeah, really, really good. Laura really enjoyed herself, let her hair down. She was, yeah, it was really, really good. Uh, oh, well, congratulations really for doing that, day. mate. Um, and a lot of people, they give you, uh, it really affects other people's nights, you know. Like, it ruins their day until they've had a couple of beers. And then they're like, oh, mate, it's great what you're doing. I love it. I'm thinking about doing a detox myself. Yeah, mate, crack on. <laughs> <laughs> That used to be saying when I used to go out there. Some of my friends used to, we used to go out clubbing. You're yeah. going out to have a good night. I'll yeah. be straight in, one beer, one even half a beer down, I'm dancing. Yeah. I'm like, come on, come on. Four beers later, they're then involved in. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. then what I mean, like, as in, they need to have that yeah. to have the confidence to dance. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not, give me, a, I'll dance straight away, but I'd still have a good beer. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's that's, that's where that compliment and insult goes. Like, I would insult them and say, well, you guys are boring. Yeah, until you've had a drink. Yeah, um, but yeah, I can imagine. Do you have people forcing you to try and drink? No, not really. Um, no, not anymore. I mean, in the early stages, people would like, oh, "You're fucking boring." Oh, what are you gonna do? You, you got no personality. It's like, well, I think it's kind of opposite. I mean, look what you're drinking to have a personality, and I'm just jamming. Just don't worry about me. Just you, just do what you want to do. Yeah, you do you. And then um, it's like that thing they say. Like first, they ask why and then they ask how you know what i mean after so long and that's what a lot of people do they do come around to it um and a lot of, a lot of people some of my friends at work they've done 30 60 90 sort of six months sober out off the back of me doing this um and if it's changing someone's relationship with it then it's great but i wouldn't ever want people to just give it up just for the sake of it there's nothing wrong with having a drink whatsoever but it's it when just, you realize it like just don't saying, agree like with certain mate. people do you know what i mean like with me it doesn't really agree with me that much because i just turn into an absolute idiot um and there's just too much at stake to lose. Whereas we had some mad other people, nights. we said we weren't good friends, but we had some mad nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. the village. <laughs> yeah, man. Again, that oh was great. Cause it was novice. Do you know what I mean? It mad was new to it. The village. But um, do you remember the night we stayed out? We slept in the doorway of the, of doctor, the hospital. A, a, the doctors. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> How, and know, it was freezing cold. All hooded up on the floor, getting piled. Yeah, and we're like, none of us can go home now because yeah, our parents yeah. think we're at different houses. Yeah, we said we were all sleeping out, pulled a rough in it. Yeah, we were different. Well, the, probably, we're, all, we're all saying we're at Jimmy's up. I mean, that's where we normally Jimmy, were. Jimmy's house, yeah. We're normally at Jimmy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that was absolutely That night we horrendous. stayed at Jimmy's too. Yeah, yeah. When he shaved his eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that night mate. we shaved his eyebrows off. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, oh, we had some bad yeah, nights. So where can people find you? I know you're switching over, so forget about your personal page. Where will people find you? Uh, so on Instagram, uh, which is at j.hubbardcoaching, and then also on Facebook, which is kind of a, a difficult one, really, because it's actually, it's, I think it's as like a shop. So it's just Josh Hubbard on uh, Facebook, but then an add-on to that, I think you have to go onto my page, is jhubbardcoaching, uh, and you can go on and like that. I sort of cross-deck everything that's on Instagram to there the best I can. Um, so either one of those you can you can find me on. Well, I'm I'm enjoying seeing you grow, really enjoying from that first phone call that yeah. we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see you, where <clears> I, <throat> I was trying not to be. I want you to learn for yourself because everyone's different. And I did this. Some my other friend joined the industry, and I gave him everything that was bad about it, 
And I was like, and he says to me, I thought you were an arsehole when I first met you. And I thought, oh, well, I was just trying to be truthful. I thought, yeah. I thought I was being helpful. Well, that was just what I thought was bad with it. And actually, I was being lazy and I made the industry bad for myself. Um, so I'm loving seeing you, you progress from that first conversation, that idea to put it into place, to yeah, slowly yeah. build up. Um, and I think that you're going to have a lot to give to people from the military background to quitting alcohol. Like, I've only just learned that. <laughs> and as deep as your story went, like that is, we, you laugh about it, but that's deep, man. Like, it, you know what? I brush over it probably quite a lot, but it is it's, it's quite, um, to, to, quite to, embarrassing, really. But to be that, that's bad. <clears throat> Your, mm. your story of putting it in between your legs and drinking it around the block and then lying to the missus that you probably haven't had a drink and you've just made an excuse to go to the shop to have alcohol, <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. For you to realise that, get over it, and then happily sit here and say, yeah, I'm sober, I'm what? And to not use drink as an excuse, mm. people can learn from that, mate. You ain't got to be an AA or a psychologist or a professional at it. Yeah. In In the industry you are in now, as long as you don't, pretend to be someone or pretend to have qualifications you have got so much to give to people so much life experience like i say through the military through mindset through everything you learn your military you learn physical mindset fucking sleep deprivation do you know what i mean to then getting over the alcohol to family like you have got so much to give to people so i'm even more excited to see where it goes and where you end up mate because you're fucking driven Cheers, like like driven like anything i've ever seen but also you have the knowledge to back it up you're not just driven do you know what i mean you know where you're going yeah and you have to say you're only how old are you 30 like me yeah 30 yeah, 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 yeah. at 30 you've done a fucking lot <laughs> you've done a lot already so you've got a lot to give to people you can teach people 60 70 years of age something new you can teach 20 year olds something yeah. new so i'm really excited to see you grow thank you for the presence yeah, cheers, i'm man. excited to get into this thank you very much thanks for, for me coming really enjoyed into it. the studio really enjoyed it. it's been a long time um, coming and yeah when we get the new studio back in for another one yeah i'll make sure i get some uh interesting stuff to do to talk about when we get there yeah man oh well always yeah i told you no questions came today and we've just sat for yeah, uh, i don't know how long no, really really enjoyed that um thank nice. you for coming on that's a wrap but if you want to find him any questions don't just flood him with shit like i say to all my guests but jay hubbard coaching on instagram um and josh hubbard on facebook Go and speak to him about any of these topics we've spoke about today um, and you might just end up signing up to one of his programs. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. That's been another episode of the Coffee with Sam podcast and I will see you guys on here for the next episode next week. Bitches. Stay stimulated. Stay weird. Thanks, Josh. Cheers, pal. <laughs>